This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job, first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. With your host, John Rush. All right, we are here. It is Friday. Myself, Andy, and Charlie. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush. Happy Friday, everyone. And the sun's shining, so we'll it's take it. It's finally back. Yep. I missed you. <laughs> this, this sun. Yeah. I missed it terribly. I, I, I am sick of the cold. This is the coldest winter in how long? Been really cold. I don't know how long, but it's it's been cold. I'm, yeah. You're, I'm like you. I'm sick of it as well. Yeah. I'm ready for the for a change. Anyways, thanks for filling in for me. I appreciate it. Oh, while sure. I was gone. Um, okay, I, I don't normally do this on Fridays because we try to end things on a really light note. Maybe we can make this a lighter note just by making fun of Don Lemon in period because he's such a knucklehead. But I have something I'm going to play. Okay. Okay. So now this is from the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show. They put this up on their Twitter feed. But this is Don Lemon. And I, without further ado, I, you know, let me just... Let me just play it. It's better if he taught, if he says it versus me. Okay. She says people, you know, politicians or something are not in their prime. Nikki Haley isn't in her prime. Sorry. When a woman is considered to be in her prime in her 20s and 30s and maybe 40s. What are you that's talking about? That's not according to me. Prime for what? <laughs> uh, it depends. I mean, it's just like prime. If you look it up, it'll, if, you look, if you Google when is a woman in her prime, it'll say 20s, 30s, and 40s. I don't necessarily. 40s. Oh, I got another I'm not decade. saying I agree with that. So I think she has to be careful about saying that, you know, politicians aren't in their prime. You need to qualify. Are you talking about prime for, like, childbearing? Or are you talking about prime for being president? What the facts are. Google it. Everybody at home, when is a woman in her prime? It says 20s, 30s, and 40s. And I'm just saying Nikki Haley should be careful about saying that politicians are not in their prime. And they need to be in their prime when they serve. Because she wouldn't be in her prime, according to Google Google or whatever it is. This is amazing. All right. You know, uh, not a week goes by when I don't remind my wife that she's no longer in her prime. <laughs> ah, yeah, sure, yeah. Andy. I, I, especially, let, me, let, me know, let me tell you how that works out for you, okay? I like to ask her, you know, honey, uh, just hype, i just curious because, let's face it, I wasn't there. What were, what were you like in your prime? Yeah. I mean, what was it like? I, I think I'd stay away from that one if I were me. Naturally, were I say none of those things. <laughs> Because I'm not Don Lemon, and I'm not an idiot. What an idiot. What an idiot. That's Why would you say that? Because he believes that. He's an idiot. He said that, look, this is one of those things where it came from his honest beliefs. These liberals have an incredibly demeaning mm-hmm. outlook on women. Mm-hmm. They believe women need every ad- advantage in the workplace. Otherwise, they can't compete. They right. believe that, right? Uh-huh. They do. Okay. Right. They... Um, believe they need every hiring quota they believe that they need every bit of help in colleges even though women are most of college students they need they are be- smarter than us anyways yes they typically, believe i mean typically they are 
Right. Grade-wise and all that, they do better in school and all that than we do. Oh, yes. And they believe that women's sports is, means so little that you can have men in Playing it. Playing it, yes. No Agreed. problem there. They have no problem with a 12-year-old go- girl who has a biological male undressing in the locker room next to her. They, they have no problem with that at all. They have an incredibly demeaning view of women. They really do. They do. And by the way, they also support a lot of countries that traffic women. Yep. The left hates women. They, they, no, you, Andy, I, they just trance all over him. And you're right. He, he believes this. Now, in a way, he's also trying to defend his own president who's in his right. 80s with dementia to a large extent and he's trying to basically say that well she needs to be careful what she's saying because she's not in her prime because you know neither is uncle joe but that's really there's a, a dumb slight way of age it. difference there, there's a there. difference going on there yeah big time he's 80 yeah and by the way uh he is more than 80 in terms of his ability to let's face it perform intellectually he is and I don't say that happily. I don't say that mockingly. It's just that you and I have both known 80-year-olds who are sharp as a tack. Yep. He's not one of them. No. Well. Okay. No. You, no. He, no. He, you're, well, you're right. He is not. One last thing, by the way. Uh, Nikki Haley, who I think has zero chance in the primary for the GOP. Right. But she is very sharp. Very sharp. And in her prime. Go ahead. And, and could, could out-debate Don Lemon all day long, but that's uh, yes. another conversation. Joe, what's up? Guys, three names. These might you may have heard of these young ladies: Margaret Thatcher, Golda Meir, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Were they still in their thirties? Yeah, good one. Uh, I mean, obviously, no, they were not. <laughs> no, so you know, I think the question, you know, prime for what? You know, prime obviously, you know, if you're talking about childbearing, yes, but we're not talking about somebody who's, you know, applying to be a you know surrogate and mother. We're talking about somebody who's going to you know, to be the president of the United States. And again, if you want to look, talk about people who were in their 50s and 60s and were, you know, at the just peak of their craft, I, I again, I just referred to Margaret Thatcher, Golda Meir, and Ruth Bader Ginsburg, you know, and um, that's that's all I have. And, to say and we, and to your point, and Joe, thanks for that, by the way. And he he's right. And you could you could keep adding to that list, Andy. I mean, oh, yes. a very very long list. It's just so stupid for Don to say anything along those lines at all. Just what an what an utter moron. Yeah. And he knew it. He knew it after the fact. And well, he, even the, even his three female oh yeah, yeah. co hosts were they like, tore him apart. Don, what are you kidding? Y- yeah, are you joking? I mean, the one gal's like, "Well, I'm glad I got in that decade." <laughs> 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 I mean, almost like, "What do you think? I'm just chopped liver sitting over here next to you, or what, Don?" I mean, even they looked at him like, I can't believe you just said something so stupid. Yeah, and another thing about Nikki Haley. Uh, for those who don't know Nikki Haley. Um, she's in remarkably good physical condition as well. And um, not, not Christy Nome physical condition who works out every day, but I'm talking Nikki Haley is in her prime, guys. Yeah, I mean, that's just the I way mean, it is. Again, he just it was a huge misstep on his part. But again, you're not going to hear much of that coming out of the left because they protect their own very well, and they're not going to say anything bad about Don Lemon at all. And the, the biggest problem was when he differentiated between men and women. Yeah. Different primes. Yeah. Well, he just, he, he blew he, it, period. He just blew it. Yeah, the whole thing. He just, and and you could even see the look in his face once he said that statement that it was like, okay, how do I, how, how do I reel back from that? He should have just said, oh, wow, that was a misstep. I never should have said that. 
Yeah. Yeah, he blamed Google instead. Blame well, just Google. go Google it. Well, according and, to and, Google. And, and the gals were looking at him like, so you believe everything Google says, Don? I mean, that's really the look on their face was like, you really believe everything that comes up on Google, you, you know, moron? They should have said, we can't find Google. We're not in our prime. <laughs> and ah, John, John, do you know when my prime was? You know how old I was? Eight. So just so you know, I am not in my prime. I, I, I was really, I had it going back then. I, I, I have no idea what he's talking about. I don't th- well, he doesn't know. And, and, and by the way, that's not the first time he's ever said something stupid. That's a pretty regular thing for Don Lemon. Well, you know what's really obvious is he's not in his prime. <laughs> well, actually, Buck Sexton, and, and they go on to talk about yeah. how he's not in his prime because if you were in your prime, Don, you wouldn't be in the time slot you're in right now. You'd be in your old one. Yeah. Because <laughs> you got the boot. He ain't prime time. No, exactly. He got the boot. So evidently, he's not in his prime either. Oh, my. Just, I, you just, you, I, I just, I'd like to have fun on Friday. So I thought making fun of Don Lemon would be a little bit more fun. But I, I like ju- it. I, I just, you just think to yourself, this is what the left has to offer. This, and, But to your point, Andy, seriously, this is their mentality. Oh, yes. This is very much their mentality. They. Look, in the left, everything about the left, remember I'm a child of the left, is all about acting like you are something you are not. Always act like you like America. Act like you don't hate Christians. Act like you like the military. You actually approve of them. Act like you actually want people to be able to defend themselves, just not that well. Mm -hmm. Act like this. Act like that. Act like you respect women. When you don't. They don't. That's right. All right, what movies we got today? Okay, we got Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantum Media, and Consecration. Okay, we'll be back and do those in a moment. Extreme Auto Repairs coming up next. Actually, been conversing back and forth with Sean today from Extreme. Anything you need for your vehicle, don't forget they're there to take care of you. And uh, they can still make an appointment this evening for early next week if you need something done to your vehicle. 303-841-1071. That's klzradio.com. Extreme Auto Repair. Winter is brutally hard on your vehicle. Extreme driving conditions happen every winter, and from maintenance to emergency repairs, you need a shop that you can count on. Colorado winters are hard on all the components of your car, especially with the fluctuating temperatures. So you want an expert diagnosing your vehicle. Extreme Auto has six master mechanics, all dedicated to properly evaluating any issues and getting your vehicle repaired correctly, quickly, and without anything you do not need. They also offer their customers both towing services and free loaner options, so you always have a vehicle to use and a way to get around. Whether you need regular maintenance or have an urgent need, you can trust Extreme Auto to get you back on the road. For the right maintenance and repairs to prevent serious issues with your vehicle, call Extreme Auto Repair this winter for service that you can rely on at klzradio.com extreme. Set up an appointment today. Call 303-841-1071. 303-841-1071. Flashing back, Kevin Flash, anything legally speaking you need help with, Kevin is there for you. Some of you are thinking, hey, I should get a gun trust put together. Kevin can do that as well. Flashing back, F-L-E-S-C-H is fleshlawfirm.com or 303-806-8886. Here's why you need personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh on your side. He understands the way the jury thinks. In the context of a personal injury case, you have been hurt by someone else's negligence. The idea is that you're going to try to recover so that you can get back to where you were just prior to that incident occurring. What that really means from a juror's perspective is that you're going to be asking them to award you money. So when we talk about fairness, we're talking about six people that you don't know. Those six people hear evidence and make a unanimous decision 
that will decide what the fair value is. When you're the one that's hurt, you have a good idea of what you think it's worth. The question is, can you persuade those other individuals, whom you don't know and weren't witnesses, to believe that's what the case is worth? Kevin Flesh understands the way the jury thinks. Call now for a free consultation, 303-806-8886. Flesh and Beck Law. They get results. All right, all your plumbing needs, have this number handy. Keep it posted someplace or just stick it right in your phone. High Five Plumbing, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. You pay too much money on your energy bill, heating water that just ends up coming out lukewarm anyway. Don't waste any more money on your inefficient water heater. High Five Plumbing will help you choose a new water heater that's not only more efficient, but match what your household's water usage needs are, too. When installing your new water heater, High Five's top priority is to provide you with stellar service and an installation that you are satisfied with, which is why they offer a two-year parts and labor warranty on your new water heater. While they are there, they can even customize the pressure and temperature threshold of your home's water system to how you like it. Schedule your replacement with the experts at High Five Plumbing today by calling 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE or by filling out their contact form at klzradio.com slash plumbing right now. Mention KLZ for a free in-home water quality test and waived service fee. For our listeners only, High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. KNR Home Transitions, those of you looking to transition, whether it's up, down, sideways, have a family member maybe that's getting older that you need to do something along those lines with, they've got a complete master plan that can help you with all of those and more. Two realtors for the price of one. KNR Home Transitions, 720-437-8210. You're nervous about selling your home because you don't know what you're up against. Cat and Robin of KNR Home Transitions get you up to speed on your competition. As your realtors, they'll drive you around the neighborhood so you can fully understand the competing properties in your area. K&R also actively monitor your competition using the NMLS, and they can even give you daily updates on any changes. Sometimes you'll even tour listings that are similar to yours, so you can see the differences in how updated the home is, the size of the yard, the floor plan, and other perks that may give you the upper hand for your listing. Get to feeling confident about selling your home with Cat and Robin. They know how to take the emotions out of stressful situations. Get two experts for the price of one and take advantage of your free consultation with K&R Home Transitions now at 720-437-8210. That's 720-437-8210. Or fill out the contact form at klzradio.com slash home. K&R Home Transitions, powered by Worth Clark Realty. Wow! Suck it up, buttercup. Back to Rush to Reason. And welcome back to Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. John Rush together with Andy Payne and John. Are you ready for a movie? Yeah, this one because I saw the other two that would, went along with this one already. Yeah, you've so, already yeah, seen the first yeah, two. Yeah, so. looking forward to it, actually. Here we yeah. go. Okay, the Marvel Universe keeps chugging along, and now it's time for Ant-Man 3, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. I used to ask myself a lot of questions. Scott, you're at ex-con. How are you an Avenger? That doesn't make sense. But everywhere I go, people tell me the same thing. Thank you, Spider-Man. People still need help, Dad. That's why we made this. It's like a satellite for deep space, but Quana. Wait, wait a minute. You're sending a signal down to the quantum realm. Turn it off. Now. 
All right, what do you think of that? So far, so good. So, so far, so good, yeah. Uh, Paul Rudd, of course, stars as Ant-Man. You know that. I've always liked him. Mm-hmm. Funny guy. Agree. All right, well, I gotta. it's going to take a little time to we catch time. everybody up with and give you a feeling for what happens, because this goes all over the place. Okay. Okay. Remember when half of humanity blinked out of existence for a while? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Scott Ling... That's uh, Paul Rudd. He is back five years later, and his daughter Cassie is no longer a little girl. Now a brilliant team, Cassie wants to make the world a better place with quantum technology. You know, it can shrink you and raise Mm -hmm. you and take you down into the quantum realm. So Cassie has invented a device that can send signals into the quantum realm. Hmm. But that opens a gateway, and what if that brings back danger, John? I mean, kind of a worry, correct? Mm -hmm. All right. Well, remember Hope Van Dyne, the Mm -hmm. wasp? Yeah. Well, remember her mom, Janet, who was played by Michelle Pfeiffer, the yep. original Wasp. Yep. Well, Janet's not too keen on Cassie's new device. Janet was once trapped in the quantum realm, and she knows the dangers that lurk there. And thanks to a 10-minute, 10-12-minute eh, 10, flashback scene, we see Janet knew a guy in the quantum realm. And the two of them worked together in trying to get out of the quantum realm. His name was Kang. Turns out Kang, and he's played by Jonathan Majors, a guy I like, uh, he wasn't trapped in the quantum realm. He was sentenced there. Mm. Right. This guy's dangerous and incredibly powerful. Why so powerful? Because he's a time traveler who has acquired future tech, and he has already seen his ultimate victory in the future. By the way, Kang is a big character in the cartoon series. Okay. A very big character. And I'm really surprised that he hasn't been brought along as a villain up until now. Uh, let's see here. He also interacts with other universes in the multiverse. Boy, Marvel sure, uh, they have a lot of universes now, mm-hmm. if you notice this. Right. Well, while Janet's been gone from the quantum realm, Kang has become the conqueror in this quantum realm. Amassing great military power and technology, he just wants out so he can unleash it on, well, everyone else. Us. That includes our universe. So he must be stopped. Well, maybe Cassie shouldn't have opened a door there, huh? Might have been a mistake. Mm-hmm. And now Ant-Man and the Wasp, plus the first Ant-Man and Wasp, who are Hank Pym, played by Michael Douglas, of course, and Janet, plus Cassie. So you got five of them, right? Okay. Old Ant-Man Wasp, new Ant-Man Wasp, and Cassie. They're all sucked into the quantum realm where they must survive warring tribes and they must stop Kang. Well, that's the story, and it takes place with loads of CGI, crazy sights, and epic battles, and all kinds of, you know, really crazy creatures mm-hmm. and so forth in the quantum realm. Can Kang be stopped? Can Scott Lang sew up the relationship with his daughter? Because, let's face it, they went without five years there. And she's a little bit rebellious. And will everyone make it back from Quantumania? And that's the story of okay. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Okay. Sound good? Yeah. What works in Quantum Manium? Well, a couple nice performances. You've got Jonathan Majors as Kang, and he does bring, I, I would say, a pretty wide diversity of um, emotions to the role because you can see he is a very frustrated guy, obviously. But I think that Michelle Pfeiffer was really the key here as huh. Janet. I thought that she was the jewel of this show, really. Okay. She really was. I think she really carried it emotionally. You have some funny moments, a number of them, like a guy who reads minds or Scott comparing himself to Thor. That was pretty good. And you have a decent cameo with Bill Murray. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. The second he comes on, everybody, oh, Bill Murray, you know. 
Um, that's what works in quantum mania. What doesn't work in quantum mania? Well, it's not nearly funny enough. Mm. Ant-Man isn't very funny. He has some funny and moments. He has been. Yes. He has some funny moments, but there are not enough here. Now, there are far too many characters in this movie. Way too many. It's all over the map. And they want us to care about all of them, and we don't. Mm. And, I mean, we really don't. Mm. The entire war for the quantum realm, obviously, honestly, they could have left that out. It's a scattered mess. They could have just been them and Kang and a few side characters, of course, and just this battle shrunk it down. Sorry, pardon to use that pun with, but understand. It, but they could have shrunk it down and kept it simply simplified it, and just had a battle with them and him and how to stay in the realm, how to get out of the realm, and so forth. But it's all over the map, John. Cassie isn't very likable. I I can't believe how many times they showed her running towards you. Yes, guys, we Hollywood, we know she's pretty. We get it. We got it. Got hmm. it the eighth time. Okay, the 18th time. Hmm. We get it. She's really, really cute. Um, the storyline doesn't feel fresh at all. At all. It's more Marvel multiverse bad guy who can't be stopped, but he wants everything destroyed, so we got to stop him. I'm sorry, but they've played this to death. It's another multiverse villain. This is one hour of story packed into two hours of movie. And you feel it. The last okay. quarter the last quarter of this movie was pure pain. This was going along. I'm getting to the rating here in a moment, but I was hovering at about two and a half stars for quite a while. You know, there because there were some good funny moments and you're getting to see a lot of neat sights and I like Scott Lang and I like you know, but it was definitely dragging and it was all over the place, but that was okay and I was okay with it. When it got to the last quarter it was like, will you please end this? And hmm. it was painful, not just for me, hmm. but you could tell the audience when this thing ended, there was no applause. Really? Oh, yeah. Hmm. People waited around because Marvel, you're waiting for the extra scene to show what the future holds and so right. forth. They were silent. Nobody cared. Hmm. It was not a happy group of campers. Um, here's a biggie. I am sick of the multiverse. Seriously. All the best Marvel movies were simpler, weren't they? Yeah. Remember Iron Man? Yeah. Remember the first Avengers? Yeah. Remember, you go back, simpler was the first Ant-Man. Remember the first uh, Doctor um, Strange? You remember the first, all of these earlier ones, Thor, the first Thor, right? And Thor Ragnarok, which was, there was no multiverse there. Everything, when they get into the multiverse, is basically because they can't write. They've run out of a, the ability to write a simple, plain fun story and hold it together with a with a sheer thread now they got to go all over the map remember the first and early spider-man movies were mm -hmm. so fresh and mm -hmm. fun that's all gone nowadays it is just multiverse multiverse all over the place what do you think cgi they do everywhere because uh they've lost it they've derailed they 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 don't have it's a lot easier to write something where you look you you've come out of it's like this. When, when you go into sequels with superheroes, you always got to go bigger, better, bigger, sure. better, bigger, better. Sure. Well, the, the problem is you mainly just go bigger. And the better gets lost because, mm -hmm. as you know, they start to lose interest and they start to just have lots of wham Sequels bam. are tough anyways. Sequels are tough anyways. You're trying to repeat what you had really good success at the first time around. Right. But with Marvel, the sequels all have to do with CGI. They all have to do with special effects because these are superheroes. Right. And so you have to have not just bigger, better villains and things like that. You have to have bigger, better CGI and effects and try to top it. You can't. 
They've done everything. Right. And this feels like every multiverse that we've gone into with things spinning and twirling mm-hmm. around mm-hmm. us and all that. Right. I am so sick of it. This movie was down there in the Marvel Universe. <laughs> this is down there with Eternals and Captain Marvel. Even mm. Black Widow was a better movie than this. It was mm. tighter, at least. And at least her sister was terrific. Played by Florence Pugh, by the way, a mm. terrific actress. And this was not Rotten Tomatoes. Let's get right to it. For Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumadia, Rotten Tomatoes gave it 48%. And that's mean. Hmm. When Rotten Tomatoes says that about a Marvel movie, when they go under 50%, whoa, that's not good. I'm going to go lower. Uh, I'm going to go to one and a half stars. Okay. Because, the wow, the last quarter, boy, did it leave a bad taste. I literally was fighting to stay awake. Wow. I was so bored. Wow. And, I, and I went to this movie at five. Okay, this wasn't a late night. I was so bored. Political two, there were yeah, two and a half. I don't know. There were a couple comments which were lefty, but not not enough to make that big of a difference okay. early on from Cassie. More religious three, no preaching there. So that's nice. This is just all over a big, way bloated, overblown movie that is boring. Ant-Man, the first one was fresh. The second one was not as good as the first. It was a step down. It was still worth watching. It was still worth watching. Agree. The third one is a big step down, I think, from number two. It is not fresh. It's all over the map. It's a yawner. A lot of the funny stuff was in the preview. And, you know, there are a few, like I said, funny moments. Yeah, but it should be funny all the way through because that's the way the other ones were. And because you've got Paul Rudd. And right. because you've got, you know, you've got some funny right. actors Use and them. actresses here. Use them. Right. Even Bill Murray's thing. You know, the people were laughing the moment they saw Bill Murray because they just loved Bill Murray. It was ho-hum. It was okay. It had, you know, hmm. it was okay. It wasn't that funny. Hmm. Odd. Yeah. Odd. And, you know, I, I'm, for what it's worth, I'm being nicer than my wife was. She hated it? Oh, gosh. Is she, that bad, huh? Yeah, she thought it was awful. Okay. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm just saying, the crowd did not seem amused. But, I mean, they didn't, you know. And normally uh, those kind of movies, they would be. Yeah, because let's face it, the American audience, you put a bunch of special effects mm-hmm. and a few good lines in front of them. They're They're incredibly mm-hmm. easy to please. And there are going to be people who like this movie. I guarantee it. Um, and there are, as you can see with the reviews, there are people who hate this movie. Yeah, I mean, it's, I, it's I don't hate even it. The, even on the user reviews, it's still only about 50% or so. Yeah. So it's not it's not very high, period. No, I didn't hate the movie. I did hate the last quarter. I was in pain. This okay. was I was reaching for the door. But... Overall, I just didn't like it. It was it was a big step down from number two. Hmm. Guys, Ant-Man, you know, I don't think they should end the Ant-Man series. I think they should bring Ant-Man back to what it was, simplify and have fun again. Okay. All right. Good there to know. Go. Veteran Windows and Doors is next. Dave Bancroft wants to help you with really just improving your house, whether it be the look, the feel, or even the effectiveness of how it works energy-wise. Dave can help you in all those areas. 303-529-0720. You signed with another window company, and now there's a sinking feeling in your stomach. You paid too much, and you didn't get what you really wanted. Veteran Windows and Doors won't accept buyer's remorse. That's because they work on a relational model, ensuring you get what you really want from all the options available to you. When you make a purchase with Veteran Windows and Doors, you'll know it was the right choice because they prove it to you. Not only through their five-year installation guarantee or lifetime warranty, 
but they also beat their competition's prices by 30 to 50% because they want to save you money wherever they can, even if it's a negligible amount. Veteran Windows and Doors doesn't want to be the most profitable. They want to give the customer a higher quality product, installation, and to give them what they want at a lower price. Get what you want. Call Dave at Veteran Windows and Doors before you sign on the dotted line. 303-529-0720. That's 303-529-0720. Get 50% off in the month of February only when you mention KLZ Radio. All right, Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, all of your HVAC needs and the electrical side of it as well. Don't forget about the mid, which we're kind of entering into... uh, just that latter part of winter. You still may need a tune-up at this point in time. Ask Absolute. They can do all that for you. 720-526-0231. You hire Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, and you don't want to go anywhere else. Absolute caters to your needs throughout the process, beginning with scheduling that is easy for you. Once you find a date with their scheduling team, they follow up multiple times in different ways to ensure you don't forget and that it still works for you. Keeping the process simple and convenient is important to everyone at Absolute. You will receive a text message before they arrive with a photo of your tech, a bio of who they are, and an ETA. Once they arrive, they quickly put on protective covers over their feet and follow you directly to where they will be working. When finished, you get a full report with pictures and zero pressure next steps. Providing a level of simplicity for your convenience is crucial to them. Get service that will leave you feeling happy that you did business at Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. For simple scheduling, call 720-526-0231 or visit klzradio.com slash absolute today. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, all your mortgage needs, one-stop shopping. Kurt Rogers can do it all from VA, FHA, uh, the asset manager loan. You name it, Kurt can do it all, and first-time home buyers as well. 720-895-0500. Thinking rates are too high to buy a home? Wish they were in the threes or fours? Well, your wait is over. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. With a 3-2-1 buy-down, you can now purchase a home at 3.193% first year, 4.913% 4.913% second, 5.913 the third, and the remaining years at 6.913, with an APR of 6.985. If rates go down, refinance and save even more. On a $400,000 loan, your monthly payment would be over 748 a month less the first year, 511 the second, 262 the third, with a total savings of over $18,000. Before you buy, take AIM, 720-895-0500. Three-to-one buy-downs available up to 95% loan-to-value. If you're thinking about home ownership, now may be the best time to purchase. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Own your new home and save thousands in payments. That's 720-895-0500. 80% LTV, 30-year fixed, 6.985% APR, 740 FICO, primary home, rates as of 1116, NMLS 298-191, and rates subject to change. All right, all of your insurance needs, one-stop shopping. Call GIA 303-423-0162. Finding insurance can be confusing, and picking the wrong plan can cost you thousands of dollars out of your pocket. You need an independent insurance broker to help you find the best coverage that fits your needs and at the very best premium. Call Paul Lenigro at GIA Insurance and his team of independent insurance specialists will help you find the right plan for your needs. As independent brokers, GIA Insurance does not work for any insurance company. 
they can shop the market and find you the best premium for the coverage that you need. GIA never charges fees and your premiums will never be any higher than going directly to the insurance companies or buying online. Receive the local, hands-on service you don't get with a call center or going online. Whether it is your home, auto, Medicare, life, ACA, health, or business insurance, GIA has got you covered. They have been doing this as independent brokers since 1984. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100, or go online to e-gia.com. You're listening to Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. And welcome back to Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. John Rush together with Andy Pate and John. Are you ready for another movie? Of course. Of course you are. Uh, you know, now that we've talked about the movie everyone's going to go to, let's talk about a movie no one is going to go to. Does that sound fair? Sure. Isn't that balanced? Let's do it. Totally. Okay. John, what's with all the Catholic horror films? Bad upbringing? I don't know. I mean, seriously. <laughs> I don't know. It start, starts with The Exorcist, you know, and now they are, are just the nun. Did you see The Nun? Of course, you, you don't no, see any I don't these. see these, no. Yeah, that was creepy. Well, we've got another one. Next in line is Consecration. I'm afraid I've got some bad news. <laughs> I'm here from the Vatican because of your brother's death. I've come to bring transparency to this tragedy. Before he fell into darkness, he was much loved by everyone. Fell into darkness. You saw my brother kill himself. The eyes of God are on us all. This was the ultimate confessional. The nuns, they stand here and for every sin committed, they take a step back. The more steps they took, they fell to their death. God got them. We live a disciplined life here. Contained. Cleansed. Purified. Peekaboo, where are my clothes? Mother says we must first remove the filth from them. You're a woman of science. What is it you see? My brother was badly hurt before he fell. I think he discovered something that he was afraid of. I come here when I have dark thoughts. I think I might be a really bad person. You know, is there anything creepier than creepy nuns? I guess creepy kids. Yeah. By the way, yeah. uh, there's a horror film coming out that's a remake of a one from, I think, the 70s, Children of the Corn. Oh, yeah. 70s or 80s. Yeah. Looks good. Okay, uh, Jenna Malone stars as Grace, an eye doctor's assistant who receives terrible news. Her brother Michael, a priest, is dead. Well, supposedly Michael killed the head priest and then killed himself, but Grace isn't sure. In fact, let's face it, she doesn't believe it. So she goes to the Mount Savior Convent in Scotland where Michael served. Okay. Now, Grace is a humanist, a real skeptic about anything religious. She expects human villains, not supernatural exorcisms or spirits roaming the halls, but she sees visions, and she has seen visions her entire life. Well, Mother Superior and the nuns believe a demon is involved, and it becomes pretty clear there's a supernatural threat at work. But this is different from other Catholic horrors, John. 
This is more of a detective story with tight-lipped nuns refusing to give straight answers, and she keeps probing and probing and trying to find out what really happened with my brother. Well, there's also some tension between Mother Superior and Father Romero. He's played by Danny Houston, who I like. He's yeah, really he's good. good. I like him. Yeah. Um, and he has been sent from the Vatican to reconsecrate the convent. Of course, after the tragedy, the tragic events, he's going to reconsecrate and get this convent back in line. Well, Father Romero is helpful to Grace, and he helps her look into her brother's bizarre story. It seems Michael knew about a tragic relic, and Mother Superior wanted this relic destroyed, and he did not. Okay. Well, also interesting is that when Grace looks at Michael's journal, because she gets a look at his writings, she sees he, he wrote it in a whole different language. It isn't English, and it's not some ancient script like Latin. It's a language that actually doesn't exist. But it, she knows this language. Why? This was a language that Michael had apparently designed himself and had educated Grace on, because he and Grace wrote in this language together. Mm. Okay. All right. And in time, we see why. We, we also see why Grace is so anti-religion. See, she had a horrifying time with, their, uh, with her adopted father, and so did he. So as children, they were tortured mm. by dad. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, that, that's going to make you probably not like religion, right? Uh, although yeah, he went the other way. takes the urge away. He, he went the other way. He became a priest. Yeah. And so it actually made sense that she and Michael would have their own secret language. This is part of how they would okay. communicate, right? Well, as Grace gets closer to the truth, nuns start to rebel, even trying to kill her. But mm. they can't. So they're trying to kill Grace. Some of the nuns are trying, to, not all, you know, they're not swarming on her, but some are trying to kill Grace and they cannot do it, which is pretty freaky, right? There's knives, there's blood, and there's a greater mystery involving Grace's history. And that's the story of consecration. Okay. What do you think? A little um, more interesting than the usual slasher. Yeah, yeah it's not, yeah. Catholic. It, it's just still weird. I know, I know. And, uh, well, I'll get to this in a moment. But what works in consecration? Well, you got a nice performance by Jenna Malone. She's a fine young actress. And get used to seeing her. You're going to be seeing a lot more of her. Uh, very understated, but plenty of emotion. And she goes yeah. back and forth between those. I like it. This is very much a detective story combined with the supernatural. And I'll tell you what, there is a tremendous plot twist toward the end. Okay. The nuns are creepy. Creepy nuns make for great horror. Like I said, second best to kids. Kids are the, I guess, dolls. Chucky, Chucky. type. Yeah, Chucky. why not? Okay. And, and as the mystery unfolds and we start to understand why Grace sees visions, it's one of the more impressive revelations I've seen in a horror film. Very unexpected. And they go back and explain several of the things that have happened throughout the film that you wondered why they were there. Mm, okay. Why you were seeing these things. Okay. Pretty interesting. Okay, what doesn't work in consecration? Well, it uh, takes too long getting to the point. It does drag throughout this, and this is what a lot of reviewers had a problem with. Too slow. It's like Catholic Mass. No, yeah. did I say that? <laughs> Sorry. That's Sorry. Mean. Sorry. You know, it's kind of funny. As you know, I, when I was in the military, I was in the chapel right. service, and we had not every priest ran the same kind of mass. No. Ma mass. Some go forever. Well, yeah, some were very long, so some priests were a lot of fun. So just going to okay. say that. All right. Very different. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it took long getting to the point, and it feels much longer than the 90-minute runtime that it actually is. But, it, it, you know, overall it does move along fairly okay. well. 
Um, there is a real conundrum at the end about Grace's actual identity. It's very poorly sp- explained. Hmm. And I didn't like that. I, I wish it had been better tied up. Okay. Okay, and that was missing. Now, uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave this 38%. I don't agree. And what's interesting is there were only two people in this theater, and the other one... You and another priest? No. Uh, no. <laughs> well, it's Sorry. Just, this is what's interesting. The other one, and, I, and sir, if you're out there listening right now, I think his name was Todd. Okay. I hear so many names, and I, they all blend together. He's a listener of this show. Oh, nice. Yes, yes, yes. Nice. And so I got to ask him what he thought, because I'm watching this movie, and I'm thinking... This is actually a lot more interesting than the crappy movie that it was billed to be. Okay? Mm. And it's not great because it could, you know, pick up a little faster at a few points and Mm -hmm. maybe throw a few more scares in. But this is not nearly as bad as I was expecting. So I asked him, what'd you think? He liked it a lot. He gave it three and a half to four stars. Okay. And I'm not going to go quite that high, but I am going to go three stars. For wow. conse- yes, for consecration. I'm going to go three stars because I'm going to warn people. The reason I don't get, you know, I grade it down from five to four to three is it is slow. And, you know, it's more of a mystery and it's more, look, you know, it's not, it's not thrilling. Right. Until toward the end, I think it really is. Okay. Okay. Um, political, I'm going to give it, let's see here. Political and more religious, I think I'll just give it a three on each. Okay. You know, because it is what it is. Yeah, it's a supernatural thing. It's not looking to be great doctrine. Okay, that's not the point of the movie. So, and political, I don't recall it really saying anything political. So, who cares? So, I'll just go down the middle. But this was not a bad movie. And it was actually very interesting with some very good performances. And when you realize these nuns can't kill her (laughs) and they want to, and you're wondering why. It starts to become very interesting, and this is just not like the usual um, ghost story Catholic movie that you see. So what made you choose that one as a second movie? Only thing out, or yeah, well, there was or what? There wasn't much out, and it looked interesting. Okay. There really was, I mean, uh, they're the only two new movies out anyway. So that was kind of it as well. Yeah, but I actually wanted to see it. Well, you like these kind of movies. Um, some I don't. Some are awful. You know, some... Well, this some, one wasn't that bad, so that's good. Yeah, but Creepy Nuns. Ended John. up being a better movie than the other movie. It was. Oh, yes. Than Ant-Man. Yeah, I, I definitely had a much better time in this than Ant-Man. Um, and, you know, Charlie was kind of joking at, at the break, and I, you know, you know the MAGA movement, Make, oh, yeah. Amer- Make America Great Again. Right. Well, we need the ma- uh, 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 movement, the Make Ant-Man Ant-Man Again. Gotcha. Thing because okay. he needs to go back to that fresh, the, the stuff you heard at the beginning of the preview, you know where he's talking about. That's the Ant Man we know, right? Talking about my right. life has changed. Right. Da, 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 right. Da, 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 da. And those opening scenes are totally Ant Man. Okay. Um, then Not it gets the rest. Up, yeah. By the time you get about twenty twenty five percent into the movie, it starts to go into the quantum realm far more and. You know, it's almost like that unbelievably bad movie from Disney, Strange World, where you're in this incredibly strange world, mm-hmm. rather, and you're you're supposed to get more into that than Ant Man. You're like, dudes, I'm watching this because of Ant Man, right? Not because of all that. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. 
All right, Gino's Auto Services next. Get your vehicle taken in, handled. Uh, as I said earlier, even in Ready Radio, the best way to avoid future problems is proper maintenance today. 303-794-6700. Take advantage of Gino's Alignment and Tire Rotation Special for $99.99. Snow has stayed on the ground thanks to cold temperatures, creating potholes and other driving hazards. We all know tires have a way of finding those holes, wreaking havoc on your car's suspension. Also know that an alignment and tire rotation will help get even wear and longer life out of your tires. For over 40 years, Geno's Auto Service has been serving Littleton and customers along the front range. As members of Colorado Select Auto Care, we'll back up our work with Napa's nationwide peace of mind warranty. To make your life simpler, Geno's offers loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick up when ready. Don't forget to check out all Geno's Google reviews for a good snapshot of the business. Give us a call or go online to schedule an appointment. We are AAA approved and located at Bowles and Platte Canyon. Take advantage of Geno's 99.99 alignment and tire rotation special. Some restrictions apply. See Geno's for details. Stop in or visit us online at genosautoservice.com. That's Geno's with a J. Hey, in case the um, creepy nuns come after you, yeah, and you're not as successful as fending them off as she was, right. you'll need Michael Bailey. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Make sure you have Michael on your side, okay? Get Will in order, all that done and handled, and you'll be good shape. You know, Michael has never actually mentioned that threat that looms out could, there. Could be, so just make sure you've got all those things dialed in with Michael. Okay. Seriously, 3-720-394-6887. Michael Bailey wants to accommodate every client, so he frequently drives to people's houses to provide the most convenient service possible. In his early days as an estate planning attorney, he would occasionally rush to the hospital to sit beside people before major surgeries, helping them create last-minute wills. Now, Michael has grown his practice so that he often schedules meetings weeks out. As much as he would love to visit your bedside to provide comfort in a crisis, Michael has an obligation to his other clients. Call KLZ's mobile estate planner before the emergency, 720-730-7274. Your business probably overpaid on taxes in 2022. John Rush pays his wage in what he can save you in taxes. Accountants are not always efficient tax planners. And when your business doesn't have one, you need to utilize John's background of 40 years in the industry as your resource for business-first tax planning. John has been doing taxes for his businesses since his early 20s and helps ensure you're looking at everything correctly. You should be planning your taxes early and quarterly with guidance from someone who has years of firsthand experience on how to do it right. Avoid overpaying on your taxes this year and email John Rush now for a better tax strategy before the March 15th corporate tax return date at john at reason.com. That's john at reason.com. Or fill out the contact form at klzradio.com slash john. Mom, why is it so cold in the house? Is the thermostat broken? The Public Utilities Commission approved another rate increase, and I can't afford the bill. Colorado families are struggling to make ends meet. It's time to hold the Colorado Public Utilities Commission accountable and take the burden off our families. Don't get cold feet. Turn up the heat on the Colorado Public Utilities Commission. Visit nomorerateincreases.com to make your voice heard. Paid for by Americans for Prosperity. Live and local, back to Rush to Reason. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Charlie just said in our ear a moment ago, too, that Don Lemon, who we were making fun of in the first segment, has now apologized for a second time for his comments about uh, 
Nikki. Oh, his boss ordered him to. You know, maybe we should go a scale of 1 to 10 with all the women in our life as to how much they are in their prime. You're a 10. You are really yeah, in your prime. Now, I'm sorry you're a 4. I'm not Not so there. in your prime. Yeah, bad idea. <laughs> you just, those are. You I'm know, just trying to see how way, I can be as stupid as Don Lennon. Those are bad ideas to say to anyone, I know. male or female. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, I mean, okay, you guys, you could, you, you could go to like Tom Brady and say, okay, we know you retired. Your prime, I guess, is over, but the prime for his next career may be just beginning. Sure. As, as he goes into the announcing world in a year. Hey, uh, really quick, how do you think he'll do with that? I, I really don't know because so many of these guys he's, he's are kind awful of, in the booth. Yeah. I, Tom has always been in interviews and so on so matter-of-fact, business, serious-like you know, serious that right. he's going to have to get some personality or I think it'll be a dismal failure. Now, analytically, you probably right. are going to have a hard time ta- you know, topping that, but he, he doesn't have the personality Peyton Manning has. Well, and that's just it, right? Peyton has found a way to have fun. Correct. Michael Strahan has found a way to have fun on the screen, and some Even of them. Even the Peter Brad, you know, the, the, the Bradshaw Sharp. Sharps, all those guys have done that. Bradshaw, yeah, Bradshaw is okay. He is. Let's face it, he's not. Well, he's, he's he's not a very bright. He's guy. out of his prime, actually. There's a guy that he's pretty much. Even in his prime, he wasn't. You know, he he wasn't Einstein. But he's still got more personality and always oh, has yeah. had than Tom Brady has. Yeah, he's more personality. No, that was a, that's what I meant. No, right. his personality is better. Yes. Tom's going to have to figure out how to up his game there. Now, can he be funny and can he do some things that are that way? Of late, yes. But he's somebody, I think, is really going to have to work with him on, okay, Tom, this is a different world, different business. Right. You, you no longer are, you know, in the Belichick you know, Tampa world, you, you've got to come out of that shell and do things differently now. Right. What works, what doesn't work. Correct. And it is, it is tough to find that. That's why the good announcers do really, really well at it because they've got that, you know, that, that uh, not only on camera, but through your headset, you know, through the, you know, through the airwaves on just the, the voice, they've got all that figured out and they can tell a good story. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's interesting. Face it, that's what they're doing. They're telling a story is of what course, they're really doing. Of course. It's interesting because I think the two most magnetic ones, forget about who you think is the best or not the best, forget. I'm talking the two most magnetic ones. One never had anything to do with the game, and the other one was a great coach, and that's Howard Cosell and John Madden. Yeah. Okay, they were the most interesting ones. John Madden was kind of like the Donald Trump of the booth, just you know, because everybody in football hated the guy. Yeah, he just threw literally. everything out there. Yeah, you know, every, literally, everybody hated that guy before he became an announcer. But he was a very nice guy. Oh, he was which great. is interesting. He was hilarious. But and he, Cosell, to your point, oh. Cosell was just a a character. I mean, what else do you say? I mean, he Cosell he had was his, a cynic. He, yeah, he had, and he had his own. Whether you liked him or not, you still listened to him. Oh, his delivery. That was, was the difference between Cosell and a lot of these guys. If you, if, for example, I can't stand Collinsworth. That guy just grinds on yeah, me to yeah. no end. I've never he liked him. He's a smart aleck. I just and he's a smart guy, but I just have never liked him. And if he's doing a game, I'll almost not watch it just because he's the guy announcing. Cosell, whether you liked him or not, you still watch. Oh, Cosell, look, he was the Rush Limbaugh of delivery. Okay, I mean, just 
this magnificent natural delivery, not Our forced. It was just style. him. It was, <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> There's amazing. never been anybody like him. No, there hasn't. hasn't. You know, in baseball, Harry Carey for the Cubs. You know, you, he comes off yeah. like a, he came yeah. off like a slobbering mess. No, but he was good too. Oh, it worked. Yeah, he was good too. Oh, he's so good. Yeah, and and you know, and Al Michaels, to his credit. Pretty good announcer. He does pretty well as well. Yeah, L. Michaels has always been very smooth. Yeah, his delivery's good. His you know his storytelling is good and all of that. So he's not Cosell, but he's he's pretty strong. You know who was terrific in baseball? Bob Euchre. Oh, of course. Yeah, especially in all the movies and everything. As oh, well. he's funny. He's, he's hilarious. Awesome. All right, let's do this. Uh, Golden Eagle Financial. Al Smith. Anything you need when it comes to your future finances? As I talked about in Ready Radio for really a good portion of that show, most people don't have five hundred dollars to handle an emergency coming along. 30% of Americans don't have that. And uh, Al can show you all sorts of ways to save for the future. 303-744-1128. Don't procrastinate. After 20 years with Golden Eagle Financial, Al Smith understands that one of the main keys to a successful plan is optimizing it with a professional in a timely manner. When you procrastinate reviewing your financials for retirement, you're accepting preventable potential losses. Careful planning with a professional helps you capitalize on opportunities that exist organically in your life now. Al can make a calculated projection of your finances based on your unique situation to position your money for the retirement you want. In his 30 years of experience as a financial advisor, Al has counseled hundreds of people who've gone through the same transition that you are. Don't wait to optimize your retirement plan. Get a fresh look with Al Smith now at 303-744-1128, 303-744-1128, or visit klzradio.com slash money. Advisory services offered through Foundation Investment Advisors, an SEC-registered advisor. Stay up to date with Rush to Reason after the show on Twitter at Rush to Reason. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Okay, next hour. Because of Ant-Man, we're doing movies that were made from cartoons. Any cartoon. It could be a TV cartoon, a cartoon in the papers, anything that be, it could be just illustrations in a book that were, you know, widely okay. widely known for the illustrations, okay. of course. Okay. You know, um, but cartoons that were made into movies. Okay. That'll be our next hour. And, uh, again, if you ever miss any of these hours, uh, whether it be this first hour or the second hour, this one will replay here shortly, so in the uh, 5 o'clock hour, of course. But if you miss anything, just go to the website, RushToReason.com. Everything's laid out there. You can find it under show notes. We'll be right back, though. Hour 2 is next. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.